You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Welcome to Hump Day. How are you doing today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Yeah, doing well. You weren't expecting that one, were you? No, no, because uh, uh, then it just made me think of memes and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're into the meme stuff, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that, that's good. I have a I have a very serious question. Actually, I'll tell you what, before we before I get to that question that I want to ask you and I want to ask all the listeners, because I, I mean, I can already pretty much guess what the answer is going to be. But nonetheless, I'm going to ask it anyway, because it goes to a larger point. But Ted Cruz is a little upset at uh, at the allegations that have been or excuse me, at the actions that were taken against him. Right. Isn't that what you were just talking about? Well, because of the uh, he went on vacation and uh, the uproar on that one. Dude goes down to to Cancun. To, to go down there with his daughters. Okay. I, all right. So he, he goes down. He didn't even spend time on the beach, really. He went down there. He was down there for a day. He came back. And then, of course, he's back up here passing out water or back in the in the U.S. passing out water bottles and, you know, doing the, the PR thing and all the rest of it. But I, I find that funny because they're ragging on him like they're really dogging on this guy, which, OK, the optics look bad. I'll give it that. Right. It looks bad. But we went over the governor of New Mexico spending 14 grand on beef and, and liquor yesterday. And no one seems to care about that while people are starving and trying to figure out where their next meal is going to come from and how they're going to feed their families. Ted Cruz gets on an airplane, flies in coach, by the way. It's not like he, it's not like he flew on his expense account using taxpayer right. money. Well, I mean, his salary, I mean, you can argue that's taxpayer money, but yeah, he makes money outside the yeah, he, he yeah. Was a multimillionaire before he got into office. Yeah, so. yeah. OK. All right. All right. Fair enough. But still, he flew coach. He flew coach. He didn't fly first class. He didn't fly business class or, or anything like that. He wasn't tipping his pinky when he was uh, drinking a glass of wine or something like that. But we all of a sudden have to look at him as like the, the, the worst person on the planet because he goes down to Cancun during that time. But yet we're ignoring the nursing home deaths in New York. We're ignoring the woman spending X amount of money in New Mexico on all that food and, and beverages and dry cleaning. We're ignoring that. We're ignoring Governor Gavin Newsom torpedoing all those businesses. And I heard today, I heard today, there's a new variant that they found in California and it's out of control. It's out of control. It's everywhere. And, and they're seeing cases just surge everywhere. So it's entirely possible that they just, they might have to lock back down again because of because of the new variant that they've Did discovered it, out there. Of course, no one's talking about what that is or what it means or anything like that. It's just, yeah. It, uh, I, I thought it was, you know, maybe the homeless population, maybe the uh, the weed production. I don't know. Maybe, maybe those two might have a, you know, a tie as to why that happened. Okay, so on to my question. On to my question. What? Speaking. Of, okay, so it's Ted Cruz. Is there anything else about Ted Cruz that's going on? He's, he's well, a hot I mean, topic he's, right now. He, he is a hot topic, and uh, obviously he's the latest Republican to do something that does not look pol um, politically advantageous. But nothing's wrong with it. At the same time, um, he's actually come out and called uh, the person that leaked the text to New York Times, who was a part of their uh, uh, group chat. His wife had asked if uh, anybody else in the group chat wanted to go with them. And someone leaked that text message to New York Times. 
and Ted Cruz called that person an asshole. And rightfully so. Yeah. Lincoln or leaking private conversations to the uh, to the press. I wouldn't take too kindly to that. Of course, I can't say that I'd really be involved in any group chats or anything like that as a sitting U.S. senator, just in case that might happen. So. Well, I mean, if you if you thought they were friends of yours before you became a senator, I, I, I don't know. So that's a fair point. That's a fair point. OK, the question that I have, this is an important question. The question I have Obviously, the listener can't can't answer this directly, but we'll, we'll take their answer as probably what we're going to come to the conclusion on as well as everyone else. Bruce, are you tired of Dr. Fauci? Well, um, I mean, the, the listener can, uh, you know, message us that there is. Well, that's true. Yeah, that we'll get we'll get a yeah. flood of, of emails now of. Uh, <laughs> right. Yes, we can't stand the son of a bitch. We want him gone. Yeah. We want him gone last year. Not now. Last year. Well, uh, I think it would have been advantageous for President Trump to have put Scott Atlas, the doctor that was countering the point of Fauci, it would have been advantageous to hire him and put him on Fauci Watch back in April. So yes, I'm long past being tired of hearing the flip-flop himself destroy the the American economy, almost single-handedly. I would argue that it's more than that. I think that he's working to destroy multiple economies because these know-nothing so-called European followers, not leaders, uh, they're taking their cues based on the policy that's handed down in the US. So that's all they're doing because they're all saying and doing exactly the same thing with exactly the same messages and exactly the same agendas. Fair point. So there is a new term out there that's starting to trend and it's called Fauci fatigue, right? Fauci fatigue. I've had that for a long time. Yeah, I, I, I have too. And I, I just, I don't like this guy, right? He's just a, he's a little, he's a little bureaucratic worm. And I, I don't like bureaucratic worms. I, I don't in useless government agencies. Americans apparently are weary of the, well, exactly what you said, the mixed messages on the masks, the quarantines and the vaccines and all the rest of it. Good. So yeah, yeah, they're, they're a little upset. And I've got a lot of tweets and a lot of comments here from a lot of prominent people across the board in the US. And we'll go over some of those here in just a second. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, maybe the the top disease expert in the United States, and the Biden administration appears to follow Fauci as his chief medical advisor to continue to speak publicly about all things COVID. But Americans are questioning the mixed messages about masking, quarantining, and vaccination as the nation in mid-February 2021 continues to grapple with complications of a life in a pandemic. Right now, let's talk about life in a pandemic real quick, okay? Just to clear this up. Okay, first and foremost, understand something. We are not in a, quote, pandemic. Okay, we are not. This is not a pandemic. Now, am I saying that this is a fake pandemic? No, no, I'm not. Am I saying that this virus doesn't exist? No, I'm not saying that. I've never said that. None of us have ever said that. But the response to it is, and the way, and more than that, the way that they classify it. See, if they couldn't classify this as a pandemic, well, then they couldn't do any of this, could they? So let's go back to, oh, I don't know. Um, let's say October of 2007. Okay, let's go back there. Let's go back to that time. Okay. Now, would they be able, if this was October 2007, would they be able to classify what we're living through right now as a pandemic? The answer is no. And let me explain why. Because it wasn't until the swine flu outbreak, which was in 2008 into 2009, it wasn't until that time did they change the definition of what a pandemic is. Up until that time, you could not label something as a pandemic if the death rate was less than the flu. You couldn't do it. So they changed that meaning. 
So any future outbreaks going forward of any kind, they could then classify it as a, quote, pandemic, and they could declare a state of emergency. And then, of course, they would be granted all kinds of new powers and they'd be able to do all these new regulations and all the rest of it, just like they did with herd immunity here a couple of months ago. They changed the underlying meaning of it. As a matter of fact, they did that right between the time period of Christmas and New Year's when no one was paying attention. So let's get one thing straight. This is not a pandemic. I'll say it again. This is not a pandemic. They changed the meaning of what a pandemic is. Our death rates are not any higher than the flu. They haven't been. Statistically, we're just talking statistics here. Now, don't give me all this comorbidity garbage and all the rest of it. Okay, that's not that, that's not an actual COVID death. That's a complication from something else that COVID aided in. That's all that is. So Ben Shapiro, let's start with him. So we're going to go through a list of prominent people here in the uh, and, and not just from one side. We're going to look at all sides here of people that are criticizing this guy. Let's start with Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro has weighed in on Dr. Fauci and, and what he thinks about Dr. Fauci. Because, of course, the other day we played a clip of him. who was, He was on CNN. He says, well, now we can't really put in a timetable on this as to when this is going to end. And we're going to be looking at, well, I mean, of course, going well into 2022. And I mean, these are just estimates, right? I mean, these are just estimates because you don't really know when. Understand something. They don't want this to end. That's what it is. They don't want this to end. They don't want a solution to any of this. If you think a vaccine or something is going to be a solution, that's not. Of course, what we went over yesterday, what the Israelis are doing. Oh, well, you're going to have to get all these vaccines, but you're still going to have to wear masks and social distance. And yeah, um, and you're going to have to uh, get one of these every six months. And that's not a solution. That is not a solution. We're treating gunshot wounds with Band-Aids. That's all we're doing. We have to remove the bullets. And then, of course, after we remove the bullet and we recover, we have to go after the shooter. I'll just leave it at that. Ben Shapiro tweeted this yesterday. He says he's been talking, speaking of Dr. Anthony Fauci of the National Institute of Health and Allergy and Infectious Diseases, he's been down talking the efficacy of vaccines at a time when we need precisely the opposite. He's been mirroring the administration's double talk on school reopenings, which is true. He did do that on the school reopenings. Sure. He says, I gave Dr. Fauci the benefit of the doubt for a full year here, but he is simply not an apolitical voice at this point. I'm not saying he's badly motivated. I'm saying that as a top voice for fighting co for fighting COVID in the U.S., his mixed messaging is harmful. Well, now he wasn't the only one. So-called conservative Megan McCain, so-called, I would argue she's no more a conservative than her father was on ABC's The View. Right, she's a host on there. She just recently returned after having a baby. Of course, that's a great thing. You know, hope her and the the child are doing well. On Monday, co-host Megan McCain, daughter of late John late Senator John McCain, said that President Biden should fire. Dr. Fauci at this point for his terribly inconsistent messaging. And she's facing all kinds of backlash over that, too. I think we need to have more people giving more opinions. And honestly, quite frankly, I think the Biden administration should remove him and put someone else in place that maybe does understand science or can talk to other countries about how we can be more like these places who are doing this successfully, like Sweden, for example. They never closed. They didn't lock down. But you, they, they can't use that example because exactly that they didn't lock down. But they're willing to use those countries for their example of socialism. Yeah, she uh, she goes on in a tweet. She says he told me, speaking of Fauci, he told me not to wear a mask and that masks don't work when I was three months pregnant in the middle of Manhattan. She's right. She's right. That's what he said in the beginning. No, there's no need for any of that. No, there, there's no reason that you should be wearing masks, especially if you're a healthy person. There's just I mean, that's it, completely it's completely ridiculous. There's, there's no reason for people to be walking around with those things on. We've played the clip here. He later 
He then later admitted it was an intentional lie so we would donate masks to essential workers. Now I'm being told to wear two masks, but yes, I'm misguided. Again, if they've lied to you once, why should I believe that they're not going to lie to me again? I, I And again agree. and again and again. Yeah, and again and again and yeah. again. At this point, I agree with her. I, I really don't agree with much that she has to say, but in this point, she's dead on. She's dead on accurate. Yeah. We found something we both can uh, yeah. agree on. Yeah, we don't like Fauci. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's let's start a conversation on that. Okay, lady, we, we don't like Fauci. Okay. Fauci said over the weekend in an interview on CNN State of the Union, which we played here, he said that it's possible Americans might need to continue to wear masks into 2022 to protect against the coronavirus, even as the nation reaches a certain degree of, quote, normality by the end of this year. Now, it all depends on what you mean by normal, right? <laughs> That's what he said. It all depends on what you mean by normal. He also said that recently that wearing two masks makes, well, just common sense, right? Yeah, it was just common sense. Of course, he came out, what was it, four or five days later and said, well, there's no data to support that wearing two masks is any more effective than wearing one. Of course, there's no data to support wearing one is actually effective either. But I mean, he doesn't bother to even say that. Of course, he said that last year. But this year, of course, he's not saying it. Very early on, like I said, last year, he, um, he he said that Americans don't need to wear it. He later admitted that that was because he was trying to make sure that essential workers had enough masks. He says, I don't regret anything I said then. We were told in our task force meetings that we had serious we had a serious problem with the lack of PPE, personal protective equipment. Of course, you know what he's doing there, don't you? That's Trump's fault. That's what it is. That's Trump's fault. Yeah. Yep. That's, yeah. It was, Honestly, it was not him. See, Trump wasn't following the science. He was trying to, but yeah. Right, right. He was wanting to tell the people the truth, apparently, and, right. and not lie to them. But he has no remorse for telling a lie to the American people or any of the other lies that he's told to the American people. He has no, no issue with that at all. It was for the greater good. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I don't, I, if you guys have been listening for a while, I have a, a problem with even white lies. Lies are lies, period, white or otherwise. So mm -hmm. when someone lies to me, that I, I lose trust. Uh, hence, this is why Bruce doesn't trust me. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not true. But you know, I, I actually heard it last night. Somebody, somebody said it last night pretty well. They said, "Do you know how to tell?" Because we were talking the other day about the New York Times, how they say thinking critically is that's the biggest detriment to fighting misinformation and all that stuff. Don't go down that rabbit hole was the the op-ed headline. And they said the best, uh, the biggest way to to tell whether or not someone is telling you the truth is if someone is like, for example, if we're sitting here having a conversation and we're encouraging people, which we've been doing that for the last three years, we've been absolutely we've been 100 percent consistent on this. If these people that are you're, that you're listening to are advocating for you to think for yourself, think critically, go out, do your own research. We'll present you with what we can as best we can. But ultimately, it's going to come down to you. You need to do your own research and, and form your own opinion. That person is telling you the truth because they're not telling you what you need to think. They're pointing you in a direction and then you can make up your own mind. But those that are lying to you are the ones that say, don't think for yourself, listen to what we tell you and don't think outside of that. Otherwise, you'll be misled. Those are the people that are lying to you. That's the best way to tell whether or not someone's lying to you when it comes to media out outlets. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked here. Starting point. Yeah. 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 Now, on Monday, Fauci said that even Americans who have received their second dose of a vaccine should still be cautious and resist the urge to eat out at restaurants or go to the movies. Now, see, you don't want to you, you don't want to kill anybody. You, you don't want to infect anybody else. You don't want to catch it yourself. 
you know, and I love these people that say this, my body, my choice stuff with abortion, right? Okay, mm-hmm. well, that, that apparently doesn't apply here. Do you know why it doesn't apply here? Because they've used reverse psychology and they say, well, it's not about you. It's about you saving everyone else's life. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, they're, they're guilt tripping you, basically. Yeah. Um, interesting note on this. If a vaccine was indeed effective, you would be immunized versus whatever the disease is, right? So you would be far safer in someplace that has that disease, yes? So why is it when I've either already had COVID or I've gotten the vaccine, can I not go and eat at one of these restaurants or patron various businesses? Um, it Could it be that the vaccine isn't a vaccine? Or perhaps it is a vaccine, but because the virus mutates fairly rapidly, it doesn't cover it. it, it it's, it's akin to the common cold or the flu, you know, how quickly it, it mutates. Could it be that maybe it's mutated so many times now that uh, the vaccine doesn't work, even if it were well, a vaccine? We have, so, we have solutions for that. We're going to get to that after we get done talking about the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci. We've got solutions to all those mutations, right? The FDA has, has cleared all that up. We're going to get to that. Oh, yes. Right? Um, the government's yeah. got it all in hand. Yep. Yes. They got it's it's all taken care of. All you have to do is just stay locked in your house and, and don't do anything. Just sit there and, and shut up and just wait and they'll tell you what to do. OK. Now, speaking at the White House on Monday during a press briefing about vaccines, Fauci noted that anyone who's been vaccinated has increased his or her level of personal safety. But yet you still can't go to a restaurant. You still can't go to the movies out of precaution. But the country, he said, now he's speaking as a whole. Now he, he pivots. He's instead of talking about you, he, he pivots to the, the bigger picture here, he says, but the country is still at an unacceptably high baseline level of new infection. And I read today that California, there's that new variant. And it's just it's out of control out there and they don't know what they're going to do. And yeah, cases are spiking all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So then Fauci said, I still do not do indoor or dining indoors and I still do takeout. And even though he's been vaccinated, of course, I mean, he, he took it he took it on TV and there's no way that he got saline water. No way at all. Or, or it was a fake syringe that they use in like Hollywood movies. There, there's no way he got one of those. Uh, seriously, if it, if it were me and I was in his position and lying to the American public like he's been, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go out in public either. No, no. <laughs> and if I was, I'd certainly wear a mask for sure. Yeah. Oh, I'd wear yeah. two. And and the uh, the stalking over your face, yeah, after, you yeah. Know, the two. yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'd be using one of those little voice changers, yeah, yeah, because um, he's right. The virus is very deadly. Yeah, yeah, it's called lying. Yes, yes. Uh, he says, I want to continue to support the restaurants in my neighborhood that I would normally go to. Now he went on. He said, there are things, even if you're vaccinated, that you're not going to be able to do in society. For example, indoor dining, theaters, and places where people congregate. And that's just because of the safety of society. Now, just stay away from everybody for the rest of your life, and that'll save society. That's that's what he says. That, that's what he's saying. Now, apparently yesterday we hit 500,000 deaths. We, we were talking about it yesterday a little bit when that counter was getting up closer. Uh, now, Biden gave a short speech at the White House. Uh, he held a candle lighting ceremony after we went off last night. Uh, I don't know if you caught that, uh, Bruce. He had a he had a candle there. He was he, had, he was lighting for the five hundred thousand death. Uh, he put flags on the uh, federal property at um, half staff for the next five days in honor of the the five hundred thousand that have perished because of this horrible mismanagement by the Trump administration. Every single life lost is an absolute tragedy, and we mourn those lost to this terrible virus. He said. Fortunately, there's also new encouraging news to discuss. 
I mean, that's there is a little bit of encouragement here. New cases of COVID are down by 70% in the last five weeks, right? I mean, that's that's good. That's good. Of course, you've got all these variants that are just now starting to surge everywhere, of course. I mean, yeah. There's also a growing natural immunity from those who have recovered from COVID, which is far more than the 28 million reported cases. Okay. All right. Wait, you mean you mean natural immunity? Not her, her, I'll get it out here in a second. Her, herd immunity. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Can't say that anymore. No, like well, you can, but only after seventy to eighty percent of the population has been vaccinated. Then you, then you can. Right, say that. right. Well, but that's umbrella immunity. Then. Right, right. So, okay, let, let's look at Dr. Fauci's boss, shall we? Francis Collins, who is the director of the National Institute of Health. Fauci's not the head of the National Institute of Health. He's just over one department of it. So let's look at his boss. Now he was in an interview on Sunday on HBO talking about masks. Now, let's hear what he had to say about mask wearing. Now, mind you, again, this is Fauci's boss. Were you frustrated when President Trump sort of took a kind of a long journey to wearing masks in public and to embracing it? Let's just say 2020 was a pretty difficult year uh, for this whole issue about mask wearing. It became so politicized, uh, so emotional, so based on everything except the facts. Oh, okay. So it was based on everything except the facts. True. Meaning, meaning what? That, that was a true statement. It was a true statement. Meaning what? Now, mind you, the the person that's conducting the interview, he's sitting there with two masks on his face, and of course, the director of the NIH, Francis Collins, he's not wearing any at all. And he uh, he says that um, the the mask wearing he says became so politicized and so emotional, and you can see what it's done to people. So it's been based on everything except the facts. Now, what is he saying by that statement? In my humble opinion, what he's saying is is that it has become nothing but a political tool to divide people. That's all it is. When he says it's based on everything except the facts, translate that from political talk into the layman, into layman's terms. He says they don't work. That's what he's saying. You mean you mean it's all a lie? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying there. Uh, but anyway, all right. Uh, let's let's go down to some of these other people, and then we'll move on here. We'll go to talk about the uh, what they're going to do, what the what they're going to do with the uh, the variants here, because they they got a plan. It's 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 a good plan. I'm not sure they even know what that plan is, but they're going to do it. Charlie Kirk, he said that Fauci said today that the United States has done worse than most any other country in response to the, uh, the he actually said the China virus. He put out a reminder. He says, Dr. Fauci is the highest paid government employee in America tasked with leading the pandemic response. Why does he still have a job? It's a fair question. Actually, that's that's a good point, by the way. I, I don't think America's actually I do think America's probably one of the worst in, in how they handled the um, coronavirus, but that's because we shut down, right? That's because we did all this mask nonsense. Mm-hmm. But if he was the head of the task force, technically he was under uh, Pence. Shouldn't he be fired as well because of the mishandling of it, as you uh, as you stated there? I you mean, would think, yeah. That that would make sense because you have an underperforming employee who's paid way too much, more than the president. Yeah, I, I would think uh, new employee should be. Uh, Mm-hmm. Brett Hume of Fox News, he says, remember, speaking of Fauci, his job is to fight the COVID outbreak. He has no responsibility for children's mental health or education, which he's the main proponent of keeping the schools closed and the teachers unions and so forth are taking his cues. And the economy is someone else's problem, which it is. 
And this guy has single-handedly destroyed the economy of multiple nations, I would argue. So are missed cancer screenings, suicides, and other collateral damages from lockdowns. Far outweigh the number of COVID deaths. Senator Marco Rubio, which I really don't like, uh, he says that uh, Dr. Fauci is a very good public health official. His job is to advise policymakers and inform the public. But is but his job is not to decide what we can do, where we can go, or what places can open or close. And it is not his job to mislead or scare us into doing the, quote, right things. Uh, I actually don't think he's a good official. I don't think he's again. a very good public health official at all. I agree. No, no and, and, and it spurs yeah, back yeah. to the, the fact that he's willing to lie to you and... Um, and he doesn't regret it. And he doesn't regret it. And then tries to use your emotions against you to get you to follow his edicts. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. Yeah. Well, remember, Bruce, you, you can't you can't have Christmas. Yeah, you can't have Thanksgiving and, and Easter. Right. I mean, you can might as well forget mm-hmm. that. I mean, you're not going to have mm-hmm. Easter. So anyway. All right. On over to the uh, the new variants. Right. We've got all these new variants popping up all over the place. And now now these vaccines were supposed to be effective against all these variants. Right. Is that what we were told? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about those variants. These vaccines, they show that they're still effective against the variants. That'd be, again, that would be the first time in human history we've ever had a vaccine for a a mutation of any kind that would work. I mean, that would be the first time. Why do you think you get a flu shot every year? You get a flu shot every year because, well, those that do, I don't, but those that do, why do you get a flu shot every year? Because it's a different flu every year. It's not a booster. It's a different strain of flu. So that's why you get it. The mere fact that they tell you that vaccines are effective against a mutated variant is complete bull. But that's okay. That's okay. And why is that okay? Because now they've got new vaccines that are going to come out for all these variants. Now, see, these ones that you've been taking, no, those aren't going to work. So when you have to go back for the, uh, this, uh, the uh, what is it, the uh, the third or the fourth one, which is, I mean, the, the, va- the vaccine certificates in Israel are only valid for six months. So you'll have to get one of these new designer ones every time you need a a different one. Of course, they'll have different ones from there. And then, of course, there and the next one and the next one, the next one. Uh, And everybody's piling into all these different ones. I was asking the other day, I said, where's Glasgow SmithKline? Where where are they? Of course, now they're jumping into it. They're getting into the vaccine trials. They're getting into this. They're going to have one. And a couple other big pharma manufacturers, they're going to get into that. Merck is still taking the stance that we're not going to do this. We're going to pursue therapeutics and we're going to basically encourage people to just get this thing and move on. It's a coronavirus. You can't vaccinate against a coronavirus. So we're not even going to take part in this. And they didn't. That says something. That says something. They're a world leader in pharmaceutical drugs. They make vaccines, but they don't want to take part in this. I mean, clearly they just want people to die. I mean, now the FDA says that COVID vaccines that target the new variants, listen very carefully to this, won't need large clinical trials to win approval. Okay, you can look at this so many different ways just off of this headline alone. Okay, this is out of CNBC. This is not some crackpot conspiracy theory. Okay, first of all, where they say win approval, these are not approved. None of them. I'm not talking about the new ones. I'm talking about the current ones. None of them are approved. Pay very close attention to the way that they advertise these things and the way that they explain these things in these headlines when you read about them. They don't say approval. They say authorized. These things have been given emergency authorization under the fact that this is a declared, quote, emergency under a pandemic that has been relabeled as a pandemic. It's a word game that they're playing to manipulate you. That's all this is. So they're correct when they say that the variants won't need large clinical trials to win approval because they're not going to be approved. They're going to be authorized. And since when do we not have trials to get something out there for uh, commercial use? Since when do we not do that? Oh, this time, right? This time. And I'll say this again, 
I'll say this again. I said this last week. I'll say this again. Do you know why we've never had an mRNA vaccine approved? Do you know why it's never been approved? Because the animal test subjects that they have had in all of their trials, all the test subjects died. Everything that they tried to do, they tried to work around things and and manipulate this little thing here and this little part there and this and that and so forth. And it never worked. All the test subjects that were animals in the trials of mRNA production died. That's why they've never been approved. They've been working on them for a very long time, but they've never been able to get them approved. And they still haven't gotten them approved, I might add. So the Food and Drug Administration, which that's apparently the benchmark now of getting vaccines pushed out, okay? Uh, Not being pressured, of course, is what Gates said, right? Not being pressured. The FDA not Mm -hmm. being pressured. I'm sure there's no pressure going on behind the scenes or anything like that. Never. The Food and Drug Administration said on Monday that modified COVID-19 vaccines, modified, you see this? Modified COVID-19 vaccines against new emerging variants may be authorized without the need for lengthy clinical trials. A drug maker would need to submit new data that shows the modified vaccine produces a similar immune response and is safe, similar to the process for annual flu vaccines. Right there is a bold-faced lie. That's not what this is. That is not what this is. They're not developing these vaccines based on the traditional methods. The mRNA, the messenger RNA, is a completely different process. Do, do you want to get into I was going to say, yeah, do you want to, do you want to get in and explain like that, that part of it? Yeah. So on the surface, the, the reason this, this looks bad, right? God, at surface, I guess this, the entire thing, just, it, it looks bad. When you get into an RNA vaccine like this, you can do any number of things with RNA. When you go to that level, all right, when you're manipulating, you're, you're basically telling the cells in your body what to attack a part of you know what part of the the virus to attack right that that's basically what they're claiming this vaccine is for but the other things you can use the the mrna technology for is it's gene therapy is what it, i mean that's a better way a more general term layman's term if you will um basically you could change people's well, i don't know aggression level or complicity right how 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 easily it is for you to listen to or or believe information or i don't know maybe maybe it'll make you a little bit more of a follower and less of a you know a beta male if you will right uh, excuse the pun there uh it, it's it's concerning honestly they can just push out any kind of vaccine they want quote unquote vaccine how do we know what's in it they could lie about the information they would never lie they're lying course. about it no. now yeah, no, that that I was being facetious. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's really concerning because then they could come up with a vaccine and say, oh, this will this will solve X, Y, Z. This is the antibodies it produced, blah, blah, blah. And really what it's doing is it's altering something of your body to make you more complicit, to make you more of a follower, to make you whatever. I mean, let's say, I don't know, uh, the, the thing that was happening in the UK where people with learning disabilities were having um, uh, DNR put on their... Um, yeah, um, we're going we're gonna to talk about that this week too. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the number of deaths surrounding that, it's, it's ridiculous. Like that's... Yeah, much, that is... much higher. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you have something, maybe there's something uh, genetically like uh, you have uh, eyesight problem uh, or you have uh, issues learning or... Um, you have uh, one less or one too many chromosomes, or you have, you know, whatever the case is, they could engineer a virus that would target someone with that and have them eliminated, for example. These are not your grandparents' vaccines, boys and girls. I'm no, just, if I'm just saying. If Hitler had this technology, um, number one, 
all of us would be blonde hair, blue eyed. Uh, and number two, you would have no other nationality left because you could engineer those viruses to target spe specific genetic traits in people. So you could technically make a virus that would only target, for example, blacks or Jews or name your race. Oh, how they would love that. So uh, the updated guidance. Now, you're not going to believe who's at the forefront of this. I mean, I know this is probably going to surprise you. The updated guidance comes as U.S. health officials, including, are you ready for it? White House Chief Medical Advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci. He says he's concerned. He's, he's concerned. You see, he's, he's, he's really concerned that the virus potentially could mutate enough to evade the protection of the current vaccines and reverse the progress made on the pandemic. So you'd have to start all over. You, you, you just have to start all over. It, it, it's almost like he's signaling um, those organizations out there that, that created the vaccine to create a new vaccine or start working on creating a new vaccine, quote unquote vaccine, um, because, you know, the current one that you have is going to be a problem. So we're going to have to have a new one. So why don't you work on making a new one in the background? Uh, you know, just help out my help out mm -hmm. my investments. You know, yeah, just yeah. In recent weeks, officials have pushed Americans to get vaccinated as quickly as possible before a potentially new, even more dangerous variant or variants of the virus emerge. And of course, you got that new one that's in California now. And yeah, it's just it's everywhere and they don't know what they're going to do. And they're probably going to have to lock back down. And see, as concerned as Dr. Anthony Fauci is, the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's been stellar through this entire year and this outbreak, he says, well, you're you're just probably going to have to start all over uh, and you're going to be right back to, to square one uh, with all this. You see, they've given us a problem with no solutions. And even if there was a well, we all know what the solution is, don't we? Let, let's not be naive here. We all know what the solution is at this point. If you don't know what the solution is, I can't help you. I, I really can't help you. But if there was a science-based, health-based solution to this problem, they're not interested in it. These people are not there to help you. They're there to keep you in this perpetual cycle of hopelessness, despair, and collapse. That's all they're there to do. They have no other agenda. They don't care about any of the rest of that stuff. As of Sunday, now we're, we're identifying all these variants now. Now listen to all these. As of Sunday, the CDC has identified 1,661 cases of the B117 variant, which was first identified in the UK. So I'm assuming that's the UK variant. And of course, they're working with like there's something. There's another one. OK, so the um, they've got five cases of P1. I'm sorry. Uh, the agencies identified 22 cases of the B1351 strain from South Africa, as well as five cases of P1, which is the variant that's been identified from Brazil. So we got all these different ones now that are all over the place. And of course, like I said, there's another one from California, and that one's not even talked about here because that just broke today. So that, there's that one. Uh, the FDA authorized, again, authorized, not approved, authorized Pfizer's and Moderna's vaccines for emergency use in December, and the two drug makers have since announced plans to modify their vaccines to target the new variants. Now, see, they're going to give you all new ones, and it's going to be for all these new variants. Now, see that, that old one? It's not going to be any good. So now you're going to have to go through it all again. Uh, the guidance could accelerate the regulatory process for the vaccines themselves. Isn't that great? They're going to get these things pushed out to you faster and faster. It's going to be like, the, it's going to be like buying a new handbag. Right, it's going to be like buying a new smartphone. That's what it's going to be like. So see, all this stuff that you've done before, well, that, see, now it's just, it, it's for your protection, right? It's, it's for your protection. They're going to have all these out there for your convenience, for your health, to make sure that you uh, you live a uh, longer life. Isn't that, isn't that what they're saying here? And No, no. 
Only you, well, yeah, you'll get to live a longer life as long as you're ESGs. Uh huh. You're you're not gonna if you're taking if you're getting whacked up with as much as what they're talking about here, then you're not gonna be living very long at all. The side effects of this? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Public health officials and infectious disease experts have said that there is a high likelihood that COVID-19 will become an endemic disease, meaning it will never fully go away, though it will likely spread at lower levels than it is now. Well, how much lower do you want it to go? I mean, at my age range, as GP was saying, there's a 99.9% chance of survivability on it. So how, how much lower you want to go? Well, as Fauci said, you need he wants that number down so low that there's really no risk at all of. uh, Yeah, well, I guess I guess if it's endemic, we might as well just get on with it, shall we? Health officials will have to continuously watch. Now, see, it's never going to go away. We'll have to continuously watch for new variants of the virus so that scientists can produce vaccines to fight them. Now, see, and, and of course, because of this accelerated pro because of this accelerated regulatory review process, these are going to be out before you before you know it. Right. They're, they're going to be out there before you know it. And they don't need to go through all these trials and all that stuff. They don't need that. No. See, they've already identified what the problems are. They also call for a uh, for a new way to uh, ramp up their surveillance. Yeah. The U.S. and other nations will need to ramp up their surveillance of the new strains and then make periodic recommendations, which you're going to need all new committees and things for that on variants. The shots should target. Hmm. Now, they say they're going to say, well, yeah, they're going to need to do all this stuff. And see, they say right now, as it currently stands, they just don't have the infrastructure to be able to do that. So they're going to need to create all this to do that. Now, now you see you, you see what's being done here. You see what's being done here. This is wholesale manipulation at the corporate level, unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, when I see this kind of stuff right here, I feel like I'm being pushed. Like, have you seen these these vaccination ads? Have you seen them? Have you actually seen one of these things? It's like watching an ad for Coca-Cola. It's like watching Mm. an ad for Coke or Pepsi. I'm serious. I have a vaccine and a smile. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'll tell you what they've done. They've made you throwing yourself into a wood chipper fashionable. That's what they've done. That's all they've done here. These people, man, these people make me sick. You know, with with this. OK, now let, let's just let's let's look at this. Let's look at this all bundled together. OK, the vaccine agenda that they're pushing right with big pharma, not all big pharma, but most of big pharma, public health departments, national health advisors, WHO, UN, all the rest of it, all this stuff that they're pushing. OK, just the health side of it. OK, that in and of itself is bad enough. But when you throw in the other things, you throw in the economical damage, you throw in the wealth destruction, you throw in the anxiety, the despair, the suicide levels, the psychological damage this has done to children, of which we don't even know how long that's going to last. That could be an entire lifetime of damage done. These types of actions have consequences. They have consequences. Now, as to what the scope of that consequence and how long that is is going to take, I don't know. But I know for a fact that over time, this isn't going to go on. This isn't going to go on forever. Now, we can argue and, and be up for debate on where we're going to be on the other side of this. OK, fine. That's to be determined. I get it. But as far as these pieces of garbage, I mean, the, these people are the lowest form of humanity. They're not gods. And that's what they're doing. They're playing God. They're not gods. They're scum. They're morally bankrupt individuals. That, quite frankly, you just want me to say it. They want you dead. That's what they want. I'll be frank about it. I wouldn't say all of them want you dead. I would say they want because th- then who do they control? Who do they? How do they get their power? Well, we all know what the we all know what this is. We we all know what this is. Those of us that are paying attention, we know what this is. We know that these people that are in these positions of power, like for example, who the hell's Bill Gates? Who the hell is this guy? What he's got money? He comes from Nazi blood money. That's where he comes from. 
and all of a sudden he is superior to everyone else because he's he he had money and and he stole a mouse and, and a computer from a from a college lab. Well, so that that makes him superior to everyone else. He's no different than anybody else. He puts his pants on the same way everyone else does, one leg at a time. Same thing with Zuckerberg. He's a snot-nosed little punk from college that knows how to code. That's all he is. He's not superior. He's not some uh, some smart, uh, holier-than-thou uh, saint. He was in the right place at the right time. If it wasn't for Gates' mother, for example, he wouldn't have any money. So these people, the, these people, the, these people are nobody. They think that they own you. They think that they own humanity, and they're going to stomp on you. That's what they think. I, I can't stand people like this. I, I just can't stand it. You know, it's like I, I'm, I'm so sick of these hunchback freaks. I, I just want them gone. Like, I, I don't even care what happens to them. I just want them gone. That's it. Just get lost and, and don't ever come back. I would prefer that this be done the correct way because I'm a man of conviction. I believe in the law. I prefer it's going to be done that way. But again, that remains to be seen. All right. I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's talk about Switzerland here. OK, so Switzerland. Right. Since since we're on this, let, Switzerland. Now, Switzerland, of all things, you could call that a um, an anomaly of democracy almost. Uh, and it, down there, it's it's real democracy. I mean, they put the vote to, to the people on everything. I mean, everything. So if they, if they want to open up an ice cream store, the people vote on it. Uh, if there's a, I mean, you could you could almost call that real direct democracy, what they have down there. And it works for them. It works for them. Uh, but the Swiss president, and this has really pissed off a lot of people down there. The Swiss president says anyone who wishes to travel must be vaccinated. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Um, all in, uh, all international why? travelers. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Wh- why? Why? Uh-huh. Yeah. All international travelers entering or leaving Switzerland. So he's even talking about non-citizens. So, for example, if I want to go down there, if I want to hop in the car and drive down there, well, I have to be vaccinated before I can go in the country. Well, that doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Mm -mm. He says you will eventually be required to show proof of having received a COVID vaccine. Hmm. Now, why is it? Why is it that all these world leaders, supposedly world leaders, I'm starting to get to the point now where I don't even consider these people leaders because that's not what they are. That's not what they are. They're followers. All of them are saying and carrying the same agenda. Well, these world leaders are technically supposed to be uh, representatives. Uh, They're supposed to be uh, in the West. We have representative governments, right? They're supposed to represent us. We're supposed to be the ones in control running things. They're the ones that are just overseeing the day to day operations, if you will. Yeah, well, try and explain that to one of these degenerates that are sitting in public office. They don't seem to care about any of that stuff. Yeah. They say that vaccination will likely be required for anyone flying to and from another country, and special rules will apply to non-vaccinated people who use public transport. Oh, well, does that mean you're going to be stuffed in a car by yourself? You're going to be, you know, you're going to start, you're going to re-implement segregation is what you're going to do. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You have to go to the back of the bus. Which, by the way, that statement is always, as as a kid, uh, you know, when you were learning about that, that was the cool part of the bus, was the back of the bus. So, Oh, it was, actually. And I tell you what, when the bus driver had to stop and come all the way to the back and drag you up into the front seat where they could keep an eye on you, yeah, then you knew you screwed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Additionally, he believes that vaccines will probably be mandatory to attend many public gatherings, such as concerts and sporting events. Oh, well, gee, sounds awful familiar, doesn't it? Didn't we talk about that yesterday? What what is it about these? They're doing it with these small countries first. You see that? They're doing it with the small ones. Why? uh, Who changed his mind? Uh, Well, let's see. Uh, Now, of course, we're talking about Switzerland here. And (laughs) 
you know, dear old Klaus just happens to live down there. So I'm, I'm assuming that, um, and of course, the World Health Organization, their headquarters is in Geneva. So I mean, yeah, I, but I'll tell you something, the Swiss people, they're the most heavily armed country outside of the U.S. by populace. That's the last group of people outside of Americans that I'd really want to be prodding with a stick, literally, in this case. Yeah, don't they don't they have like laws in place to where like when you hit 18 or so, you you have to join the military for like yes. two to three years? Yes. So everyone there knows how to use a gun. Everyone, everyone. And more than that, if you I mean, you're trained with your rifle and if you pass on, that rifle is then kept with the family. Like it stays with the family and it gets passed on. So it doesn't get back into the government coffers or anything like that. Great tradition. Yeah. That's where we got our Second Amendment, by the way, from what they had down there. Just just saying a little little bit of history. So we, we got a little bit in common with the Swiss when it comes to firearms in the future. He goes on to say in the future, for those who wish to travel, you will have to be vaccinated. He says the federal council, which is like their uh, approval committee down there, the federal council has yet to discuss how to implement a national plan pertaining to public vaccination requirements, but admits a two tiered society, which is what we've said for a year now could effectively form a two-tiered society. I said, you implement a vaccination and you make it required. All you're going to do is split society. And that's exactly what they're doing. It almost sounds like it almost sounds like a class system. It almost sounds Uh like you have the nobility and the peasants. Uh Uh-huh. And let me tell you something. Let me explain this very clearly, okay? Because I know history and I know how these things go. All of you people in government, I don't give a damn. If you're that scared, then you should quit. If you're that if you're that afraid, then you should quit, because I'm I'm here to tell you something that you possibly don't understand at this point. And I firmly believe that they probably don't understand this because these people in government, you are so damn stupid and naive to think that you are going to get a seat at this table. You're not on the other side of this. I assure you, you are not going to get a seat at this table. All of you so-called world leaders, all of you local people, all of you health department people, all you people at the state level, hell, Klaus Schwab himself, all the way up to that level, he's not going to have a seat at the table. Do you know why? I'll explain why. Because the system that comes in after this, whether it's a corporate system, whether it's a system run by the Chinese Communist Party, whatever, you're not going to have a seat there because you have turned against your principles. You have turned against your populations. You have turned against your values, your traditions, your culture. And if you're so willing to do that to your own people, you're a potential threat. Your account's a revolutionary. You'll be the first to be eliminated. Oh, and by the way, that's not going to be just you. That's going to be all your families too. That's something that's always perplexed me about government officials that get bought off by like corporations or China, for example. Um, why do you think you're going to, you're, you're just a patsy. You're just a, you're a tool for the moment. And the minute you stop being useful, you're gone. I never understood why politicians jump on board with this. Because uh, exactly that, for example, you, you, you go in with China or a country that's coming in, coming into power or, or is going to try to take over your nation and you side with that nation, you're a traitor. Why would they keep you around once you stop being useful? You're a traitor. You'll, you'll turn against them, as you said. So, no, I, I, it makes no sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. If you're a person that has no morals, has no values, and, and you're some you know degenerate that, that has nothing. Like, you have nothing. Look at these people. Look at these people that are in government. Look at them. Just physically look at them. I know it's hard to base some things on, on looks, but look at the way that they act and behave. I'm talking about behaviors here. They are hollow, soulless, gutless, spineless cowards. That's all they are. 
they're nothing more than that. They've never been anything more than that. Never. They've never been leaders because they don't know how. And you know what? At the end of it, the only people we have to blame for being in this situation is ourselves. We're not passing the buck off onto government. That's a result of us not taking responsibility for our own actions and standing up for our traditions, our culture, and our societies. That's our responsibility. So don't look for, I, I love this new one. Trump's coming back on March 4th. Did you hear? Back to what? This is the newest thing. He's going to magically ride into D.C. and and seize power and and arrest all these people. That's the newest thing. I, I love it. Impossible. I, I love impossible. it. It's impossible. It, it doesn't like. No, it's not going to happen. I, I just I, I can't handle it with all this nonsense. The American people wouldn't side with that. Like it's, it, that, it's that would be a coup. I, I understand. But this this is the newest thing. Anyway. He goes on to say, and we're still talking about the uh, the Swiss uh, president here. He goes on to say that, of course, he was talking about a two-tier society could effectively form with restrictions remaining for those who refuse to get vaccinated. See, you don't want to get vaccinated. Well, you're, you're not going to be able to go anywhere and do anything. You have basically lost your rights. It's, this is literally the social credit system. Oh, it's yeah. just they're, they're basing oh, yeah. it around vaccines. Oh, yes. For example, he says, now he gives an example here. He says masks must be made compulsory for unvaccinated people, but only on public transport. Now, see, that's, yeah, it's just just this one little place over here first, right? Just just that one little thing. Of course, they'll, they'll say, well, we've had evidence of, of a variant over here in, in this little town. So we're going to have, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's meant to be able to be regulated and controlled however they need to use it. That's what's ingenious about it. When asked if the COVID crisis would ever be considered over if everyone is vaccinated, he gave a typical Fauci response on this one. He said, well, he, he wouldn't commit to saying that, that but um, there, there's other questions about whether vaccinated people can still transmit uh, or, or contract the, the virus. So he says this is why the rules of hygiene and social distancing will apply for just a little while, J just a little while. Of course, there's a little bit of pushback on it. Uh, some of the uh, business owners down there and some of the um, the cantons, they call them. So that would be the uh, the representatives that represent the, the people in the districts. They say that uh, suggesting that vaccines could become mandatory is unconstitutional in Switzerland. But yeah, since when do these people care about constitutions anymore? Uh, beyond the tyranny we have all known since the March since March of 2020, the federal council now seems to suggest that a treatment or now seems to suggest that a treatment we know nothing about, except that is that it is allegedly less efficient than our own immune systems should become a permit to live our lives freely is simply unacceptable. Uh, another one went on to say that uh, it infringes upon the federal constitution of the Swiss Confederation, which states that torture and any other forms of cruel, inhuman or degrading treatment or punishment are prohibited. I think all of our constitutions pretty much say the same thing. All of them say just about the same thing. Cruel and unusual punishments and uh, human dignity and, and all the rest of it. Yeah. But these people don't care about any of that stuff. That's the bigger issue is we're sitting here arguing about constitutionalities and, and all this and all that. And I'm all for that. But we're all for that when we have a legal system that supports we the people in enforcing those things and holding these people accountable. But we don't have that. We, we don't have that. That's been compromised and it's been removed. I mean, I, I agree with your um, assessment there as far as uh, that's kind of what the Constitution alludes to, or, or excuse me, the Declaration when it says life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness kind of says that your life is in your own hands with some stipulations, obviously, freedom of speech, religion, so mm -hmm. on and so forth. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, do you want to talk about North Dakota? The last part here. I mean, this is Mr. Constitution. Here we go. This mm-hmm. is a uh, this is a good place to good place to segue, and we can end on this. Uh, North Dakota House of Representatives votes to make mask mandates illegal. Jeez, I, I I can't really foresee a need for masks anytime soon, unless there's some kind of big disaster that has a massive dust cloud or ash cloud or something. Mm-hmm. Um, in which case, people will just follow the science assuming the science is told to them accurately. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with this. I mean, if a state decides, hey, these are, these are illegal, these are unconstitutional, I agree with them, actually, this is unconstitutional if that's their stance. Well, the governor mandated masks last year, but the rep that sponsored the bill, uh, Representative Jeff Hoverson, he labeled the mask mandate that was instituted by the state governor last year as diabolical silliness adding that our state is not a prison camp. It's a pretty good statement, to be fair, because that's exactly what these people want to do. The legislation outlines that a state or local elected official, the state or a political subdivision of the state may not mandate an individual in this state use a face mask, face shield, or other face covering. Yeah, I'm on board. I I agree. Again, human beings typically want to survive. Yes, that's typically, you know... Typically, yeah. well, I mean, it's not just a human being. That's usually all life forms typically kind of have this inbuilt uh, desire to survive. And when you're presented with a difficulty that is threatening your life, and uh, a situation, you use everything at your means to defend yourself, right? Or, or protect yourself. In the case of masks, if a mask is ever warranted, the individual will take it upon themselves to wear it themselves. They don't need some nanny state saying, wear a mask. I'm plenty smart enough to go in and look at the science myself and determine whether I need to wear one or not. I don't need you trying to twist my arm to wear one. Mm -hmm. It also prohibits the use, uh, excuse me, it also prohibits making use of a face mask, shield or covering a condition for entry, education, employment or services. So far, I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah. The bill also notes that if a state or local elected official, the state or a political subdivision of the state recommends an individual in this state use a face mask, shield, or covering, the official or entity shall provide notice that the recommendation is not mandatory. He said that the mask mandates, uh, Hoverson, uh, the bill sponsor, said that the mask mandates are being enforced by, quote, unelected wealthy bureaucrats, who are robbing our freedoms and perpetuating lies. I can think of no better description than that. Yeah, I have to agree there. Um, That's exactly what this is. This is a uh, usurpation of your rights, right? This is, um, and they're guilt tripping you into it. They're making you believe that, oh, it's to save grandma or, oh, it's to save whoever's across from you or whatever, right? And the, the thing is, if masks, okay, if you're supposed to wear a mask, to protect the other person, okay? If you're so concerned about catching something, right? And you wearing your mask doesn't protect you, but it protects the other person, right? Wouldn't you conclude that you're wearing the mask improperly, right? Or, or you wear two masks, one the correct way and the other one the opposite way? Because that's why that's the only that's why it protects you, right? It's so stupid. That, that, that's my point in all of this. The rhetoric that they're spouting is so stupid that... That's the level of idiocy we should be coming back at it with. It's like, mm-hmm. well, okay, I'll wear two masks, one forward, one backwards, and that covers me. Now, you know. Well, what you ought to do, Bruce, is you ought to wear three, just in case. Right, just in case. And, and, if, yeah. and if you really, if you really want to be protected, and you want to protect everyone else, you need four. 
right? You, you need four. And you might want to think about possibly using that stocking over the fourth one, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got mm-hmm. four masks and then, of course, you got the, the stocking. So your entire face would be, yeah. And, and be sure to uh, wear goggles as well. Yes. Yeah. With glasses. So you put yes. the glasses on and then the goggles over the glasses. And then you might want to consider a face shield and then one of those upside down dog collars. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just that, don't that say should so. that should protect you from from 99 yeah. percent of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you were wondering, the bill was approved 50 to 44 and will now advance to the state Senate. Well, we'll see how this goes. Hopefully they the, the thing is, though, is if it, if well, the it was governor the governor. To, yeah, he has to yeah, sign it. He's going to yeah. probably veto it and send it back. So, yeah, yeah, it'll probably yeah, just probably. be a, a foot. It'll be, that's the definition, the very definition of a political football. All right. Yes. We're out of time. So we are going to have to go. Fascinating conversation as always. We are promoting our Telegram channel. For those of you who have not signed up to Telegram yet, we are highly encouraging you to do so. Go over, get signed up to it. Search for us when you get there. Search for Dynamic Independence, where a public channel will pop right up. Subscribe to us. Not only will you be getting all of our podcasts that we put out here every day. You'll also be getting an exclusive podcast that we do once a week only for our Telegram subscribers. So get signed up to us over there so you can get that extra content. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line at tips of dynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, known associates. We are trying to grow here as much as possible, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We're available at the moment everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you give us a rating at your earliest possible convenience, we would appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that will do it for today. Everyone have a great evening.